to At The Forefront FinTech Conversations. I'm Eric Soderberg. I'm a managing partner here at Forefront. And today I'm here with Amanda Perucci, who is the head of our digital group. Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for, thank you for joining. Of course. Um, Amanda and a couple of members of her uh, team a couple weeks ago uh, went up to Boston for a couple days, I think it was, mm -hmm. for HubSpot's inbound conference. Um, hugely valuable certainly for forefront we learned a ton of stuff up there and today we'd like to go through some of uh some of the key findings uh, we're going to talk a bit about linkedin ads we're going to talk about event marketing we're going to talk about social and customer experience yep so again welcome to uh Thanks. the program and tell me a little bit about uh, linkedin what, what did you learn about that sure so um you know inbound had a lot of great insights so it's really hard to just pick three areas yeah, yeah, yeah. but linkedin ads is something that we do at forefront a lot and we're always trying to improve our performance um and we attended a session on b2b linkedin ads yeah, and yeah. how to improve them and i think one thing that we know and every marketer in the fintech space knows is that linkedin is the best platform to be on if you're trying to reach your audit audience um, on social media yeah. Um, but I think something that's a common misconception is that it's a quick, easy win. Yeah. Um, one thing that we learned from a firm, B2 Linked, they shared their experience in that you know, they recommend $5,000 to $8,000 a month oh. in spend and at least three to six months of running campaigns to get to a place where you're going to start to see results. And I think something that we all struggle with is we want to see results right away. And, you know, sometimes it can be hard to invest that much money into just one tactic. I actually wrote an article recently about um, helpful tips and tricks for selecting the right ad format, selecting the right objective and how you should be bidding. Um, one ad that I wanted to highlight is something that LinkedIn actually introduced this summer, which yeah. is the thought leader ads. So, um, Basically what you can do is you can harness the network and reach of your top executives and translate that into brand awareness and engagement for your brand. Mm -hmm. So you can promote the post on LinkedIn that your CEO puts out there um, to get more traffic to your LinkedIn page. And that's, and that's one type of ad that we um, are starting to incorporate more and we encourage others to. So you mentioned a five to eight K a month spend, mm -hmm. which sounds like a lot and maybe outside the budget of you know a, some smaller firms certainly in space even even some larger ones might mm -hmm. might see that as a large number can you should you be using linkedin without that kind of spend and how, how do you think about that honestly you need it, it's trial and error yeah so we do have clients that spend less than that and they still see good results yeah um it's a matter of optimizing your campaigns the best you yep. can with what you have so it's not to say if you can't spend that money, don't do it. It's just you might need to understand the results that you might get and kind of set expectations with your C-level. Cool. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, let's talk about event marketing. Sure. Yeah. So this one was a really interesting session for us. Um, we have a ton of clients that do webinars, events online and in person. And, you know, one big part of marketing for events are emails. Yeah. Um, so we learned a lot about how to increase your open rates and your show up rates. And the biggest takeaway that most marketers may or may not agree with yeah. is that you're just not sending enough emails. Really? And that's a hot take. Um, another hot take that we heard was that, you know, unsubscribing is actually a good thing. Um, one, it's engagement. 
but two, it's pruning your list of people that aren't actually qualified for you. Yeah. Um, whether they're just purging their inbox and just were never relevant to begin with, or they were relevant and now they decided, okay, it's not a fit anymore, doesn't make sense for me to stay up to date. Either way, you don't want either of those people on yeah. your list. You only want the people who are warm and who will convert. So it's actually a good thing. So um, I think that's something that marketers need to maybe like help reposition. Uh, let's talk now about uh, our last topic here, social and customer experience. Sure. So um, one of the sessions we attended was about improving your customer's experience on social. And I think a lot of times B2Bs, uh, FinTechs, you know, they just assume that our customers aren't really talking to us on social and mm -hmm. it's more so just to keep up brand awareness yeah. and put out your news. But there are opportunities to increase brand awareness by organically inserting yourself into conversations. Sure. So there is social monitoring, which is checking your mentions, checking your reposts, checking your comments, seeing who's engaging with you. Yeah. But then there's social listening, and this is something a lot of consumer brands do really well. If you're on TikTok, which I know you are, yeah. you can see a lot of brands that will comment on viral videos sure. and get involved in the conversation. And that's something where B2B fintechs can do the same. They can be listening to these conversations on social, whether through technology or organically yeah. looking up keywords, <clears throat> and insert themselves and you know maybe get in front of a few people who haven't thought about them before or didn't know about them. Do, do I, I think I'm seeing more of that where mm -hmm. even people um, commenting on posts of their competitors. So I'll see yeah. a salesperson or a CEO from a company not 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 jump in negatively, but try and insert themselves, yeah. give some thoughts to mm -hmm. raise awareness on other people's posts. I'm starting to see a lot more of that. I think this is, uh, maybe people have been doing this for a super long time, um, but but I've, I've just seen a lot more of that. Yeah, definitely. I think it's been, it, it's happened and people do it all the time. It's just a matter of the FinTech space, maybe like the B2B space getting more into it. Yep. That we'll see. What did, what did you learn about the LinkedIn algorithm? Yeah, so recently this year they updated the algorithm, um, you know, focusing less on the personal posts, more on thought leadership, um, valuable insights for people. Um, there's, there's a bit more in there, but one of the things that we learned at Inbound um, was that LinkedIn will penalize future social posts reach based on previous social posts engagement levels, oh. which is highly important to know because um, you know, you want to put out a regular cadence of social posts, but you don't want to put out posts that have little value that are not going to get a lot of engagement because LinkedIn takes that into consideration when they decide if they're going to push your post out to 10 people or to 100 people. Yeah. Um, so you really want to be strategic about what you're posting. And, and how, how important is it, and I think I know the answer, but, but, but how important is it when you put out a social post to get your team engaged in that post and and does it matter if they like it mm -hmm. or share it mm -hmm. and does it matter when they do it can you talk a little bit about that yeah so the most critical time and most impactful time to have that engagement be high is shortly after posting it okay. um, LinkedIn notices how quickly people react to it and how many people are reacting to it and will amplify your reach based on that so something we do at Forefront with our clients is we are always encouraging them or doing it ourselves, yeah. sending social posts to the company and saying, like this, share it, comment, et cetera, right. and do it right away so we can start to increase the impact and engagement for our clients. 
And I think my understanding is that um, liking mm-hmm. is, 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 is the first thing to do. Sharing is a little bit better. Sharing with a comment is the best. Is that is that yes. those things are more impactful in that in that sort of order? Yes, especially because with LinkedIn's algorithm, they want more valuable thought leadership insights. Right. Adding that commentary shows LinkedIn that you're not just reposting it; mm-hmm. you're actually adding more to the conversation. So they want to encourage conversations. Awesome. Well, that was great. Yeah. I am super, super glad you're, you you came on the program. Yeah. I'm super glad we sent our team to that inbound conference. I think we learned a ton. Yes. Um, you can learn a lot more of what we learned uh, by visiting ForefrontComs.com, where you'll find a bunch of uh, thought leadership pieces and other materials that uh, I think will help in the in the digital realm. So thank you very much for listening in today. And thank you again, Amanda, for, for joining the program. Yeah, thanks for having me.